Positive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you? Oh, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. After a slew of interviews, we are back to... um, you know, the main course, Married at First Sight. But I want to say thank you to Ricardo once again. Um, Ayana and Steven, you know, that four-hour behemoth, that monster. Four hours and a half, actually. Um, craziness. And, of course, you know, first-timer. Well, uh, Steven and Ayana were first-timers, but also the first-timer of Zita as well, Ricardo's wife. Um, he talks about her so fondly, so we had to get her on, well, I had to get her on the, um, podcast. So, I'm so grateful for that. Um, but again, we are back, and of course, you know, they'll be back on in the future. You know, I know know you love them, (laughs) but they will definitely be back in the future. But for now, it's time to get back, back into business. Married at first sight, okay? So, we are on, let's see. Mad at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 6, Dark Side of the Honeymoon. Alright, let's just get into it. Okay, so it's day five of marriage. So, okay, so they get up. We got the camera on Chris. And Chris is saying that Alyssa has been distant. distant. Um, and, yeah. Chris says that Alyssa has been distant, but at the same time, she wants him to act husbandly. Um, but he f- feels that she has not put any effort to be a wife, so he doesn't he doesn't see how that makes any sense, which is absolutely true. <laughs> he is correct. Um, and then Alyssa, you know, she has the camera on her. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm still in the game. I'm here in paradise. I'm still here, so that means a lot. Uh, you know, apparently, she keeps touting that she had an opportunity to leave, but she has not taken it yet. And considering that she's still here, um, it must mean something. So, I don't know. I mean, if we're going to break the, the fourth wall here, it could just mean you, that you're just contractually obligated to stay for at least until the honeymoon for you to for you to leave so you can't so you can't leave under your own conviction so you just have to stay so what you're saying doesn't mean anything doesn't really mean anything if that's the case i don't know i haven't read the contracts i don't know um i don't know if they're getting paid per episode i have no idea because i don't know if they would get paid per episode because they are allowed to work so why would they need to get paid what i'm saying is why why do they need to be compensated if they're not losing any work the only thing that they would have to do is use their vacation time for work Uh, use their vacation time from work to just be on the honeymoon but other than that that's pretty much it i mean ask for a day off for the for the wedding and then the honeymoon yeah so i don't know um, so there's that between those people, okay, and, um, so we go to, uh, Katina and Alajuan, and they go horse horseback riding, 
uh, Katina is scared. She's never ridden a horse before, uh, ridden a horse before, but, um, Olajuwon, you know, doesn't want her to, you know, cramp his style, as he likes to say, and slow him down, <clears throat> so he tries to push her, say, you know, it's gonna be alright, you'll be okay, you'll be okay, and, um, he's not, he's not necessarily paying attention to her fear, um, and um, <clears throat> he's co he's constantly putting her out of her comfort zone, and she just wants to slow down. So um, and he says, I I won't stop living my life because my wife is uncomfortable. And he's like, I'm always gonna push you. I'm always gonna push you. And I mean, I guess that phrase is good, and the mantra is good, and that attitude is good. But at the same time, just like she said you just need to calm the fuck down, <laughs> you know, because sometimes she doesn't need that motivation. She doesn't need that help. She just wants you to listen to her and be there for her. Okay. She doesn't need your like, Oh, let's go. Like motivation thing. She, she doesn't need that. She doesn't need that, uh, mentor coach attitude. She just needs a caring, loving person to be like, Hey, you know what? Hmm maybe she uh maybe she needs help you know what i mean so you need to calm that down so we're back to Alyssa and chris so um it's it's, it's gotten so bad that the experts had to step in and make Alyssa do activities with chris that's how bad it's that's how bad it is because you see pastor cal and i believe dr viviana talking saying well not in real time but talking on their you know uh, whatever conference room part um having Alyssa do activities because she didn't want to do like the not the group the uh couple the couple activities that everybody else is doing like Jasmine and Michael Jasmine and Michael are going you know in a undisclosed like waterfall so is so is a Noi and um Steve uh Elijah and Katina are um horseback riding I forget what Mark and Lindsay are doing I think they're just chilling and hanging out so everybody's doing like coupley lovey type things and she doesn't want to do that at all so they're like all right why don't you play tennis <laughs> So, and I'm sorry, it's like, I'm not laughing at them or whatever. I'm just laughing at the situation. And I shouldn't even be laughing at the situation because this situation is horrible. I feel so bad for Chris. Like, I'm telling you, like, the way that Alyssa is acting, I, I swear, it's, like, the way that it's setting it up, right, is like, okay, Chris is this noble gentleman and white knight and all that stuff, and... Alyssa's like, oh my God, he's horrible, he's horrible, he's horrible. If at the reunion show, if they do not have like this hidden footage, like, you know, um, this is the episode that you can't miss because we have the truth about Chris. And it's like a good 10 minute reel of Chris just being an asshole and a dick and saying like, listen, bitch, you're horrible. I hate you. Look at your teeth. Look at your fucking eyes. Look at your Botox. You you don't have no ass. You know, like, 
your pussy stinks, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And then all the, all the cast members are like, oh, we never seen this before. We didn't know that Chris was like this. If they, if the producers do not produce this hidden, uh, tape of, of Chris being an asshole, then Alyssa is certified crazy. Okay. Because the way that she treats this man it's as if he has done those things and he has called her out on her bullshit or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he has treat. it seems like he has treated her poorly, but we just never see it because they want to save this for like the season finale or something like that. Cause, cause I don't know where she's getting these accusations from. I don't see where she's getting this attitude from. I don't see why she's having this behavior around Chris. Like she is legitimately repulsed by this man like repulsed by him and i i, I don't know I, I don't get why she is like this it's insane yeah so it's just insane i i don't i don't i don't know what's wrong with her anyway um so yes so this is like all right let's play tennis and again chris is so freaking nice he tries to placate to her paranoia and her bitchiness and he's like are you know are you gonna go easy on me because you've been beating me in everything so far completely innocent line you know he's he's trying to throw her a bone and that's so cute because i mean i guess technically she has quote-unquote beaten him in thing, you know like the paddle boarding and all that stuff he's like hey man like man you're beating me in everything like are you, are you gonna are you gonna go easy on me because you know he's saying that you know she might be nasty in tennis too and then she's like she's like so aggravated she's like Ugh, you snooze you lose you know like she she couldn't even come up with a witty comeback to to banter and play with like she is the worst and like that line was like so delivered like you know can we just get this over with because i'm just obligated to be here that's how she delivered that line completely um completely she hates this man so much <laughs> it's, it's just that's that's the thing about it it's just the audacity she she's just looking at him and and the way that she interacts with him and you as an audience member you're just looking at this and like you're like I, I don't i don't get it why is she why is she going crazy right now why is she so aggravated like and it's not even like they they and i can understand if if you know because we've seen we've seen this many times on married at first sight where people present differently uh uh off camera as they as they do um on camera we've seen this almost every damn season but it's like you can't even she can't even use that as an excuse because they don't even live in the same quarters together so i can understand if he's on camera and he's like hey guys look at me i'm fun loving chris and then when they go back to the bedroom and like ah oh, you fucking bitch you can't even do anything right you clumsy ass whatever motherfucker um he can't do that because they don't live in the same bedroom <laughs> they're not even sharing the same bedroom with each other so 
he can't even act that way even if he wanted to so this is just very interesting to me i i, I don't get it but anyway uh so they do the little um uh tennis thing for like two seconds and then he wants to sit down and he's like all right you know so what are your thoughts about moving into an apartment together because i think as of right now it's they have one more day of the honeymoon so it's like okay you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to continue life with each other <laughs> you know what i mean so she's like um i'm not comfortable what are your thoughts and he's like okay and then she, and she's like i i feel robbed of the experience we were supposed to have and i'm like what experience are you being robbed of like nothing nothing was taken away from you like you're still able to move into the apartment and if you guys decide to stay married you will continue to live with each other so what experience were you robbed of of course i'm being facetious a little bit but it's like yes i understand she what she means is i'm being robbed of the experience of like you know being with somebody that i actually like and and seeing and 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 experiencing this experience with someone that i like oh having you know going playing tennis with somebody that i like paddle boarding paddle boarding with somebody that i like because uh, you know maybe even snuba diving like she didn't want to but maybe she would have with somebody that she liked so yeah i understand that she's quote-unquote being robbed of the experience you know what i mean but you're still doing it it's it's not it's not over and then i think chris is like well you know i'm moving in so i mean <laughs> if you want to move in that's fine and she's like i don't understand why you get to do that and she is so angry about that because she wants to move in to the apartment but not have chris be there too so she can hang out with the girls because she starts crying and then she leaves like i don't like how this conversation is going so she leaves and she starts getting mad at the producers she's like i don't understand how he can make that decision like i want to hang out with the girls and all that stuff and have this experience why does he have to be there bitch what do you mean why does he have to be there he's your fucking husband <laughs> like what are you talking about so it's like she doesn't want him to be there but she wants to be there so she can hang out with the girls as if you couldn't hang out with the girls before like i don't understand um i don't know um yeah i don't know it just it it i don't know <laughs> and she starts getting angry because like she starts seeing that like all the couples say that it feels like we've known each other for a long time um and then she starts being all feministy and it's like i can't believe that a man is treating a woman like this disrespectful where all i've been doing is being nice and i don't know where the disrespectful came from because you've been disrespectful since day one but i guess she means like him deciding that he's gonna live in the house live in the apartment because you know he wants to experience life um just like she does but not with him apparently 
and she you know again she's like oh Oh, you know he's so disrespectful where all i've been doing is being nice then in the same sentence or maybe even the next one I'll, I'll i'll give her that in the next sentence she's like he's just a car salesman who rents houses um why does he get to move in, into the apartment why can't i i'm like bitch no one is telling you you can't move in you both of you are literally supposed to move in that's that's the point of the whole thing why 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 do you think you can't move in who is telling you that you can't move in the only person that's telling you you can't move in is you like literally the show is designed for you both to move in no one is telling you that you can't move in i I don't understand um And then, like, it, it turns into nighttime, and, like, even her own mother thinks that she's a bitch, because I believe this is where, um, uh, I think this is where Mark, oh, no, 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 it, well, it's, it's about to come, but, like, Mark, Mark, Lindsay, and Chris, they have their lunch date, while, you know, Katrina, Jasmina, and Alyssa, the, you know, the us other group <laughs> katina jasmina and Alyssa, they have their lunch date and pretty much chris was like yeah like her like even her mom says that she's whiny all the time she cries all the time and you and you would be good for her you know like even the mom thinks that she's a whiny bitch but she knows that chris would be good for her so it's like she doesn't see that and then Lindsay's like listen um you know what like you're a catch you're handsome and in like 10 years from now she's gonna fucking look back at this and wish she wasn't acting like a bitch because she messed up on a good thing because she's gonna freaking go for some shallow guy or whatever just because that's what she thinks that she's supposed to have and um you know and she's gonna hate herself and she's gonna be you know i don't know how old is she like 30 she's gonna hit the wall pretty soon so it's like um you better freaking hop on it and it's gonna be too late you would have had a perfect guy for yourself but you didn't want it because you were acting like a bitch so that was that but yeah so um let's see what it says here um and then uh Alyssa's like i'm not blaming him but i feel he's blaming me and it's like like <laughs> he has a right to blame you because you're not acting accordingly to what the show is you just want to fucking do your own thing because you didn't get what you wanted so like yeah he can blame you for having a bad experience you can blame yourself for having a bad experience too because as of right now he has yet to show us how you feel about him because you feel he's horrible blah 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 all this stuff and he hasn't been granted fine you don't find him uh physically attractive fine that's that's on you um you don't think he's tall enough that's on you you don't like his uh hobby of uh disc golf fine that's okay uh but to sit there and play victim and think that he's this like this horrible person that you can't 
be next to where all he is trying to do is get to know you um is horrible of you and yeah sure he called you a liar and all that stuff because you and you got triggered by that but i mean of course we haven't seen everything but we've seen 80 percent of what the footage shows and yeah he's right you have yet to show yourself as being a wife or wife material you know you're only good on paper but you have yet to show us why you even deserve to be a wife. You know what I mean? Like what? Like why were you picked? Why were you picked? We see why Chris was picked for the show. But what about you? You have yet to show why you're the shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. But... um. But yeah, um, yeah, Lindsay said all this shit. She was sticking up for Chris. And yeah, she said that she's going to look back on this and tell herself that she's an idiot, you know? So like, I, you know, on the, in this, in this light right here, I like Lindsay. Um, there's two sides of her because she said that she's a mama bear and she likes to take care of her people. And I understand that she took care of Mark because Mark was having trouble with, um, his landlord because apparently he has a bed bug infestation infestation and the landlord was like you know trying to get him out or something like that and Lindsay was like fuck it you're gonna move in with me that's it like we're we're, we're done with that apartment and he was like whoa i never had somebody take care of me before because i'm always the one being i'm always the one taking care of people so that's pretty awesome so i really like her in that regard and i like that she stuck up for Chris too. Um, so it's cool. So like that's the thing. Like I like when people show the two sides of each other because like you know, from the beginning, like Lindsay was like, Oh my god, like this chick is like way too much, but I like this side because now I see why you were picked. You know? And I wanna see I wanna see the other side of Alyssa before it's too late. Because Alyssa right now, top bitch top tier bitch you know she she's up there she's 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 on the mount rushmore of married for sight as top tier bitch um and i know that uh a lot of people don't like me calling women bitches but again like i said if you're a bitch that is your name so <laughs> i'm sorry uh well sorry not sorry i should say but um yeah, so there's there's definitely um Mirla, you know, um Alyssa, uh shit, Mirla, Alyssa, Katie, and um ooh, that chick who was married to Nate. I mean that chick. Um yeah, the the woman Yeah, the woman who was married to Nate. What was her name? Man what was her name she was freaking annoying um nate and married sheila there you go all well katie uh so yep so there's sheila mirla katie and Alyssa. those are the those are my mount rushmore of uh 
the big the biggest bitches on a murder for sight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um they're horrible. Horrible. But um Yeah, and I don't I don't think I don't think just like we, we were all waiting for Mirla to see a second side and we kinda we kinda did when she was talking with the mom. Actually she did show a different side, even though I didn't believe it. Because that's how we got all duped at the end where Mirla turned on all of America and <laughs> deaded uh what's his face? What was his name? Jesus. Why am I forgetting all these there's too many people. That's why. Um what's his name? Mirla and Gil. Okay, Gil. That's right. Gil. Um yeah, that's why we were all duped. I mean, well, not me. Well, I I knew she was a bitch from day one, but <laughs> um, but yeah. So I don't think we're gonna see a different side of Alyssa, even though she keeps touting that she's a good person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. So it's like, all right, well, show us this good person. Anyway, day six of marriage. Um, it's Jasmina and Michael. So they're at the water. They're at the waterfall, and Jasmina stay complaining. I do not like this chick, man. I don't. Um, and and the funny thing is, like, they're having a good. Well, they're kind of having a good time at the uh waterfall, and you know they're not bickering, but they're trying to banter back and forth. And like she, she can do it, but like, I don't know. They can banter back and forth, but it always pales in compa- I don't know, not pales in comparison. They just can't do it. <laughs> like they don't. It always falls on its ass, you know. And, and and it always seems like they're about to have an argument, but but they didn't. But at the end of her video vlog, when they're looking over the waterfall, this is what she says. She says, "I'm always complaining. I know I'm gonna like it, but I have to complain about it first because I'm dramatic. But in the end, it's all worth it." Red, red, red flag. flag. Okay, red freaking flag. <laughs> I'm always complaining. I know I'm not gonna like it, but I have to complain about it first because I'm dramatic. But in the end, it's all worth it. Is it now? Is it, Jasmina? I don't think it is. <laughs> so you're complaining just to fucking complain. Just to hear your own voice. And just to drive me fucking nuts. You know, that that's the third time she's done that. <laughs> you know, it's day six of marriage. And this is the third instance that she's done something like that. The first instance was she was complaining about changing her name. Oh, why don't you change, why don't you change your name to my name? And he's like, what the fuck? It's like you already agreed to change your name why are you why are you making a decision that why are you like michael's like why are you making this harder than it is like you already did it she's like yeah i know i know but it's like he said it as if like damn i know i said what i said but like you don't want to argue about it you don't you don't want to tussle test one for test you know what i mean and it's like no like why do you always want to do that like I made my answer. I said my answer, and then that's it. Why do you want to argue about it? Why do you want to make it difficult? That's the thing, you know. She wants to make life difficult because things are going easy. Like, 
what the fuck? Like, um, I don't recall the second time that she's like done like a shit test like this. Um, okay, so it might have just been that instance and this instant right here. Like, I'm always complaining. It's like, come on, bro. You don't. You don't need to complain that much. They ain't, ain't that much to complain about. Okay, you need to calm down with that. Um, so they all get to so everybody. The whole group gets to the like dinner, whatever. And uh, Chris and Alyssa, of course. So Chris is like, "Yo, are so? Did you have?" more of the discussion of like the apartment and stuff like that or like what are we gonna do she's like yeah i came up with an idea he's like okay what's the idea and she's like well what i've decided is that you can move in for the first half of the experiment and then i can move in for the second half and i'm like whoa me i was stunned because i didn't even think about that i didn't even that that is it it is almost genius of how (laughs) she does not want to stay in this vicinity of this man so like essentially like what okay so like let's say he moves in in the first half right so he's in this so he is in this apartment by himself and i guess what she would come over and do like whatever the activities that she has to do uh like contract wise or whatever and then like i guess she would just leave and go home or you know hang out with the girls like she said and then for the four weeks and then he moves out right goes back to his apartment and she moves in and then now she can hang out with the girls all the time and then at the end they say do you want to get married or divorced this is her brilliant strategy and he's like uh i'm not interested in that strategy i'm not here for you guys he's like he's here for his marriage which is absolutely true because she because he has alluded that she keeps saying that she's being robbed of this experience i want to do this experience i don't want you to stay in the apartment because you're you're ruining the experience so she just wants to be here for the show not necessarily for the show but she wants to be here for the duration of the show because she knows in her head that she's already saying no so she's out but in the meantime she doesn't want to lose this experience you know and i get that but it's like wow what what are you what are you getting out of this because like it's it is a brilliant strategy on her part i understand but it's so dumb because what are you guys what what have you morphed the experience to now what are you learning about each other nothing and also let's say okay let's say chris moves in for the first four weeks right okay what is he learning how to live by himself he knows how to do that because he's doing that right now what is he learning he does is he learning how to move because i mean he'll uh, i'm sure well he knows about houses he's a real estate agent he knows about moving so he's learning nothing all that all that is happening is that he is temporarily moving to a new spot 
that is it. That is all that he's earning if he's there by himself for those first four weeks. And then what are you learning when you get there? Nothing. You're just going to be there and you're just going to, um, you know, you're just going to do the same thing he's doing. But I mean, well, you're going to hang out with the girls because that's your number one priority. And then how are you going to do the activities? You know, like in, I don't know, maybe like two, three days after the, um, after you guys move in is the friends and family episode where your friends and family come to the house to see how you guys are. So what are you going to do? So that's, that's definitely in Chris's four weeks, right? So, um, what? So you're just going to fake it and pepper all your pepper some stuff around the apartment to think that it's yours and then what are you gonna do you're gonna walk your family around oh yeah this is where this is my bedroom well this is our bedroom Ah." and what are you gonna do like you can't you can't keep up that facade and even if you even if you do it brilliantly when your parents watch the show they're going to see that you were never there (laughs) So why are you doing this? Why are you doing all this to avoid Chris? Why? And also, (laughs) this doesn't do anything. You just want to stay for the duration of the eight weeks and say that you did it. And you're like, see, I did my best, but, you know, it just didn't work out. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, fam. You did not do your best at all. You checked out and you're just trying to bob and weave and try to figure out ways of still continuing to be on this show and experience this experience without being involved in the process. And that's fucked up, you know? Um... Chris says that he wants to find the person for the rest of his life and if you want to move slow he's good with that he has he has forever to do that but the, what? but he cannot keep putting himself out there and getting zero energy back absolutely and then Lindsay's like yep good job like she she loved that and I love that too that's perfect yeah so it's like it's stupid like it's it's so stupid I, I totally get what Chris is saying. It's like he can't keep putting himself out there and getting zero energy back. Like that's dumb. So he's like, are you in or are you out? And he's like, I can't discuss this right now. I can't discuss this right now in front of everybody. Fine, which is fair. But like at this point, this man is frustrated. He's like, bitch, just tell me that you want out. Because that's all that he that's all that he wants. He just wants to know if you are all in or if you are out. That is it. Let me know. That is it. Let me know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is it. And so they go to the side. Not to the side. Like the, the dinner's over. And then, you know, it's them two. And and he, Chris is like, you know, were you willing to adjust yourself? She's like, I don't like where this is going. Because you're making a narrative saying that now. I'm the bad person here, but I'm a good person. And she's like, we just have two different value, two different values. And it's like, you need to, um, um, 
he's like well you know have i done anything where where i can adjust and she's like well yeah and then he's like well have you brought them up for me so i can adjust you know can i adjust my problems she's like yeah I, I i can i can bring them up and she's like okay well like what and then she can't come up with it she can't come up with anything because there isn't anything there's nothing so it's so stupid so it's like and then like the episode ends and it's like fam you have you have nothing you have nothing now i'm not saying you need to freaking stay with this guy of, of course you're like repulsed and whatever but like at the amount at at the at the the weight that you're disgusted with this man is un, un, uncalled for this man has not done anything to you for you to elicit such rage disgust repulsiveness and anger towards this man like nothing I, I like i don't get i don't get it you're you're ridiculous but anyway she's the she's the absolute worst but all right well let's let's fucking let's get this show on the road <laughs> all right so <clears throat> you know what it is this is the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and we are on uh card 77 so let's see what it has in store for me how do i know when i'm on the right path when it feels right man when it feels right i have many instances where you know your gut just tells you your gut just tells you that thing like mm, this isn't right you know or mm, maybe you shouldn't do that especially when um, the quickest the quickest time that i figure that out is when i'm writing like i'll write like a whole scene and it's a good scene good enough for anything but like it doesn't feel right and then i just tweak it or maybe i just change the direction of it and i'm like oh no this feels much better i might not know how it ends or how it continues to the next chapter but i do like how i left it you know i, I because I, you know i've been in a writing stint right now out of Roger's block and it's awesome so like i'm writing and i'm like oh yeah yeah no this this feels a lot better and what was once maybe a three page chapter is now currently a six six pages chapter so it feels great that it's written it's more robust a lot of the characters are speaking um but i mean that's just one instance with the writing thing but how do I know when I'm on the right path? Like, yeah, again, when it feels right, when when your gut feeling tells you, you know, like, nope, this is this is what it needs to be. This is what it has to be. So, uh, and this is where you need to go. And I like it. You know, I, I, I like it a lot. So yeah, that is a uh, that is the path. You know, so yeah, that's the path. All right, so um, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. 
If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.